the, the Boga Honey Podcast. That's why I, I tried not to have cams on my bow. I don't have to deal with slippage or anything Shut like up. that. You just put a new string on there, you're fine. What is Boga? But seriously, that's the dumbest thing ever. It, it go, I am all about Just strap it to your pack. Really appreciate the fact that you're from Michigan and not Georgia. You don't want to be the next Mark Kenyon. No. I'm a shit show. <laughs> that's, that spot's taken. You can see how pathetic Jared's face is right now. <laughs> because that's how it looked. It was just like, is this good enough? Hey, everybody. Before we begin, we're going to thank a couple of sponsors that helped make this show possible. First up is Vortex Optics. We've been using their glass for a long time. Uh, everything from their binoculars, spotting scopes, rangefinders, and a new thing called Vortex Edge. Vortex Edge is their new world-class firearm training course, and they, they're going to provide courses on precision rifle, uh, pistol, a couple of military tactics, and of course, hunting and outdoors. And also, their spring and summer apparel line is dropping soon. So make sure to head over to vortex.com apparel and save yourself 20%. By using what code? BOGA20. Nice. Trophy line, tree saddles. They are a one-stop shop. Sticks, platforms, yeah, saddles. It's uh, And they just came out with a new EDP platform. It's a smaller, lighter, stronger version of the mission platform made in the U.S. It's the perfect size for us as mobile hunters. It's going to be available this April, so make sure to go and get yourself one. Save yourself 10% while you're doing it and use the code BOGAHUNTINGTL10. Don't miss any letters in that. Go check them out. If we said it once, we said it a thousand times. Arrows are the lifeblood of the archery industry. Vector arrows, vector custom arrows are the arrows that we shoot. Jared and I specifically shoot the vector HMR, the vector hammers. Hammer them. Yep. They're a four millimeter micro diameter shaft that are super strong, extremely durable. You're going to go to the website. All you have to do is input your specs and they're going to build the arrows directly for your specs. So head over to vectorcustomshop.com and they're going to hook you up. We do a lot of things on our phones. One of the things that Jared and I have found to be especially useful on our phone is our HuntWise app. It's the base. It's basically the ultimate hunting tool yep. set. Land boundaries. They've got HuntCast 2.0, where it, it's an advanced hunting forecast to give you specific times and days that are the best days to hunt. And they also provide a safe and social space for hunters, where you can post pictures, share stories. You won't get a graphic image, yeah, you know, Instagram not... cover over it. <laughs> Uncensored and unbiased. Yeah, download the HuntWise app today. Welcome to another episode of the Boga Hunting Podcast. Thank we you. have um, two uh, uh, recurring guests back on. We've had William on several times, his dad. I mean, we've had all you, all you guys on. Uh, and uh, Donnie, this is time number two, so it's good to, uh, to have you on to talk a little bit. Um, something that we haven't ever really talked about on this sh- uh, show, I guess you could call this a show. Sure. Um, where basically the cameraman hunter dynamic you guys have done a lot of hunts all around the world together figured we'd like to hear from you guys what that's like um so before we jump into it you guys want to introduce uh who you are and what you guys do together yeah go ahead william uh well i'm william altman and i've been dp at sigmanta for 10 years um donnie and i have been walking around in a lot of places for a long time um i'm it was basically my first gig, pretty much, um, and it's been, been the same way ever since. So um, that's that's me, and go for it, Donnie. Wait, wait, before you do, before you do, <laughs> yeah. William, you said this is your first gig. How'd you get, how did I mean, that happen? How, did you just... We can get into that. I mean, basically, I, I started filming for myself and, and my dad. We were literally just filming each other back and forth. I got out of high school, and I didn't really want to go to college, and dad was like, well, what do you want to do with your life? You know, you got to do something. And so I was like, all right, well, um, I just pretty much want to hunt. That's pretty much what I want to do. And he's like, okay, well, how do you, how do you make any money hunting? And it was, you know, maybe make a TV show, maybe, you know, film a TV show, host a TV show, you know, or, or make some kind of product or, or something in the industry. And um, filming seemed like the most obvious option just because I was sort of artistic and, you know, had that skill set, I guess. So we just started yeah. filming each other for like about two years and sort of built up a little bit of a portfolio, a little skill set and um, yeah. started sending, you know, photos and video to 
companies and the, the name the one that stuck out the most was sick gear i sent them some photos and they said you know we want to talk about some stuff and um uh, flew me out to shot show and like wanted to just kind of meet and and talk about some things they were working on and when i was yeah. there i met a whole bunch of people and one of those guys uh was the last you know was jeff simpson who uh donnie was sure. working on working together with that um year one um and then through Jeff, I met Donnie, and then ever since then, yeah. we've been running around together. <laughs> so, love it. Well, basically, love it on awesome. site. That's basically how James and I met. You know, I had all the, you know, all the yeah. skills and the, the looks, and <laughs> I don't even know how to use a camera. Yeah. What, what did I bring to the table? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm terrible. We we just have been starting to film and do some of that. Like, I say film with air quotes yeah. because yeah. it's basically just like just a step above a camcorder following each other yeah. around and uh no that's rude you pick on me more times that's than true. not on this yeah, it's show. gonna I'm happen gonna quite a pick bit. my shots where i can man. that's fair all right well all right well it's, so it's good to have you on. it's good to have a little backstory but i didn't want to let you get too far without asking you donnie why don't you go ahead yeah um you know filmmaker um kind of got into this business the exact same time that william did uh for what it's worth i hate the term cameraman because uh I think guys that run around with a camera and film their buddies are cameramen. And I think what William does is, you know, it's a true profession. He's a, little he's a true director yeah. of photography and, and uh, a true artist, true photographer. So, um, but yeah, we just, um, you know, I worked as a biologist prior to this and, um, and then just was going on some big hunts all by myself. And uh, people started asking more and more about the place that I was going, the things that I was seeing. And so, you know, I tried to tell them with my words at first and tried to articulate that as best I could. And then I started thinking, well, I better bring a, you know, I better bring a little camera with me. Be Images would be better than right. just my words. And so, you know, a little, a little point and click camera turned into a camera with a remote, turned into a video camera, um, turned into me doing some, you know, self-filming storytelling, which kind of just one door open another and another and another. And, and, um, through Sitka gear and being a Sitka athlete, I met Jeff Simpson, who is, was also a Sitka athlete. I don't know what he does now, but, and through him, I met William and then Kyle Nicolite, who is our director and producer. And, um, the long and short of it is, is, uh, early on in that project, which was called the short season, I knew that it wasn't going to work out with Jeff. We were oil and water for the most part. And, um, and I really mixed well with the guys and he was, uh, he's, he's a nice enough guy, but he was, he's brutal to work with. And, um, and so he's pretty brutal on William and, and Kyle. And so I just, we were actually in Patagonia, Southern tip of South America. And, and, uh, I started orchestrating this plan in probably October. We started in August. Mm Mm-hmm. I came up with the idea in October that I was going to leave and then basically propositioned William probably in like December, January. And he said, yeah, I'll, wherever you're going, I'll go. And then did the same to Kyle in March while we we're in Patagonia. I didn't even finish my sentence. And he's like, yep, yep. Oh, yep. Well, yep. Deal. And we and- started Sigmanta that spring, which was like 2011, I think. So it's been 10 years or yeah. whatever. And, and William and I have been together ever since and same with Kyle and, and, uh, and we brought on a, a musician several years back named Casey Olson. And then we've uh, essentially as often happens with a crew like ours, we have hired and fired, hired and fired, hired and fired, hired and fired. And then we now have um, we now have a, basically a fifth employee now, but um and we're, we're actually starting to look for an additional editor and photographer right now. But um, we basically have hired and fired that that uh, that position multiple times looking for the right fit. But the three of us have been clicking ever since. And, you know, it's amazing the doors that we've opened and that, you know, we've opened and have been opened um, from us delving into our craft. It's insane. It's bananas. Like it's yeah, it, it was for sure. Qual. <laughs> walk run for sure yeah sure now i you know have you guys bob dylan i'm gonna bring in bob dylan for Mm -hmm. a minute here 
he's got some all these unreleased songs right like the basement tapes they call them and like no one you know when are we going to get like the donny vincent like camcorder like the beginning when you first started filming when are you going to start releasing those you know those rock that's, that's a good question um i have all that stuff um and actually oh. william and i i think william just bought some gear and we bought some gear a few years ago to digitize essentially all those old tapes and yeah, oh, we've nice. worked on some of that stuff. So we have some stuff, and um, that's that's quite hilarious. And hunting in long underwear, yeah. <laughs> and and trying to kill a, you know, trying to belly crawl up to a pond to shoot a a mallard duck, you know, in my underwear and stuff like that. So there's there's definitely a beginning, and I know there is for William as well, because like you see pictures of William when he was starting out with his dad, and he, I mean, he looks like yeah. he's well, he literally is ten years old, but he's tiny. Yeah, my, tiny. My dad and I started filming stuff together just handy cam stuff when I was 10, you know? So I've yeah. got a whole box of tapes that, I mean, I haven't seen in years because I don't have any stuff. To play. So, but I, the other day, I was actually a couple of weeks ago, I just said, you know, well, I'm going to buy a little bit of gear to try to digitize some of this. And so I bought it. Yeah. So I, I put a few tapes into the program. I haven't done a whole lot, but I've done a couple. So it's kind of funny to see some we'll of that. Be looking, we'll be looking for that to come out, you yeah. know, yeah. where it there's, began, the beginnings, there's, origins. There's some pretty old stuff in there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so, you know, it's something you guys mentioned is, you know, having difficulty working with somebody um, and then you guys kind of like clicking right away. Um, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Like we, we talk about it a lot. Jared and I, we give each other a hard time, but running with a lot of different people always end up hunting together and it just kind of works really well. Um, and just our personalities work together. And, you know, uh, I was, you know, I'm not going to make funny. I was about to make fun of you and I'm not going to. Uh, Thank you. But um, what, what is it about you guys? Like, what, what works? Why does it work so well? Go ahead, William. Um, you know, I think we, I think we have a, a really <laughs> similar desire to be outside. It's not just, I mean, we were talking about this the other day. Donnie was actually up here in Maine. And, um, you know, we just, we, we were expressing how when we were kids, you know, uh, we just, everything we could do to just be outside, you know, whether, whether it was finding frogs or snakes yeah. or, you know, building forts or, or it was, you know, that, that was, that was the passion. And so we both to that, to this day are, are, are the same in, in that sense. Um, you know, where it's not about, it's not about killing a big animal. It's not, you know, it's, it's about the adventure and being out there. And neither one yeah. of us have a struggle with spending long, you know, long trips and bad weather. And it's like that, that's all part of, that's all part of the, the, the trip. Right. Um, so, I think right. that's probably a big part of it. You know, um, we both just really actually really enjoy it. Um, just the bad days and the good days. Um, so yeah. that, that was always easy. It was just super easy to, to, to be there. Nobody was harping on, you know, nobody was having really a bad day. Like everybody was happy. Um, so that I think was yeah. a big part of it. And then, I don't know. I mean, I guess a similar desire to just succeed and, you know, push really hard and get, you know get to the end yeah um you know we've been on some crazy stuff <laughs> we've done some things that most people you know we were saying the other day it was like we'll spend three four weeks at a time in a tent together and most guys can't spend two or three days you know like, even friend like friends you know sure. it's people's friends and you know that yeah, stuff mm -hmm. burns them out in a hurry um so yeah, yeah i i guess it's just been really fluid you know and i don't really really know how else to say it it's, yeah. it's been easy so i don't know if donnie's got any ideas on that but <laughs> yeah it's 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 essentially the same it's having the uh nearly identical appreciation of uh animals and wild places and then like william says having this teammate mentality of when it's really scary or or really sucks like we have our bag of tricks is is we get to, we get to expend it together, right? The physicality, the carrying the weight, the, how we're going to deal with uh, the bears or the river crossings or the cliffs or, um, and even figuring out a deer or moose caribou, how we're going to get around and, um, problem solving. Yeah. You know, problem little, solving. The yeah. teamwork has been very, it's very team oriented. Um, no, nobody has a, a sort of higher, ego or higher place in the you know, you're not fighting we're never fighting with each other it's always like what do you have what do you have to say and what do i have to say and let, let's make the best of it you know 
Um, so, you know, I know a lot of guys, they bicker and they, and they, you know, one guy's gotta be right, you know, and we don't have that. We don't have that thing going yeah. on at all. So, you know, yeah. Well, it's a big deal. Like, you know, I don't know. We, we've seen it. It's like something will be like, it's like two in the morning. We're trying to figure out a way to get a buck out of, a you know, a, uh, the like Creek bed and then through briars and you get him back to camp. And it's like, I don't know. I look over at Jared and he's got a big smile on his face, you know, and I do. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be it's going to suck, hard, but, but it's just, also like the best. Like let's that's, just go do it. that's some of the most fun. Cause later on, that's the story you tell not the bluebird no. day that you're sitting out. Like, you know, it's, it's, that's the story. And it's, I feel like half the time the story to tell is, yeah. is for sure. That's fun. when you have the raw, you know, that's when you're, that's when everything's peeled away. It's, right. mm-hmm. That's when you start to reveal who you are. Like when you're scared and when you're really tired, really, really hungry. Like I can tell you, unequivocally the best drink of water i've ever had in my life uh, with without a doubt yeah. with william in the northwest territories being without water for like three quarters of a day in a 90 degree degree temperature day where we're literally climbing up and down mountains hunting mountain caribou and doll sheep and on our way back to camp finding a little seep probably the size of a wheelbarrow of crystal clear <laughs> mountain water that was just sitting in a it kind of a mud puddle just running out from, and we just quietly filled our Nalgene bottles just one at a time because you didn't want to disturb the sediment. Mm. So you're just slowly filling it sure, and then handing it out. to the guy across from you. And it, it literally tasted, it was euphoric there. There isn't there. I've yeah. never mm. maybe experienced a more euphoric feeling in my life than taking a sip of water that day. So you have things like that, right? You have these, kind of things that you share and it's really it's a very unique set of skills that William has and a very unique relationship that we've developed we can do things with hand signals with looking at one another with little you know like um (laughs) this is never anything that we've ever talked about but literally you know sometimes we've sat in a blind (laughs) 30 below zero ah 20 below zero days on end that we've been camping trying to kill a deer that we've been hunting for four falls and we're sharing a pee bottle we only have one one pee bottle that we're sharing and i'm peeing into it standing up (laughs) and william literally because he doesn't want to take his eyes off the camera literally pokes my butt cheek with his finger so just from that touch I know there's a deer. I know from the pressure and the slowness that it's the buck we're after. And then I know with the intensity that he's within range right now. <laughs> so literally seconds later, we kill this deer we've been yeah. after for four falls, but nothing is talked about. Right. Like, and, and still, and like, there's, there's other things for like, sure. um, <laughs> cliffs that we've had to cross that, you know, like, I don't know that I'd want to cross without him. Yeah. Like literally I've screamed at him quietly. Sure. And like, we've gotten our arguments like, Hey, you know, William will say like, Hey, I think that sheep is up over this cliff. I'm like, well, is, is he, or isn't he? Cause I think he's up this shoot. He's like, well, I think he's over here. Well, if right. one of us is wrong, it's catastrophic. So we have to, you know, like, so we're kind of like whisper <laughs> sure, arguing, right. And we have to kind of figure it out. We're looking at landscapes and we're not arguing our case <laughs> yeah. to be right. I'm telling William how I remember it. He's telling me how he remembers it. And we're trying to figure out if where yep. the two intersect so we can like figure out where it is that we need to go and, and not die, you know, and there's a certain, um, a certain uh, confidence that comes from like, you know, at least if I fall to my death, I know William's going to be there to see it, watch it. And to tell my family how it went, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe you make the story just like even like add some heroic <laughs> yeah. elements to it, you know, like play the story up a little bit. You know, I, it's it's funny, though. You talk about <laughs> I feel like the reason why it really <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know, but but that's the thing, like when it comes to hunting and, you know, whether it's you know, hunting in, in Michigan or hunting, you know, out in Alaska or whatever, you, you're faced with these certain things that kind of strip, like you, you mentioned earlier, strip away a lot of the, the niceties or like the, the comforts. And so 
I mean, so C.S. Lewis, famous author, talks about it like flipping on a light switch, and you can you get a, a, bl- a glimpse at all the cockroaches, and they quick scatter. But like when the lights on, you don't see them. But when you flick it on real fast, then you see what a person's really like. Um, and and when hunting, when you're hunting, you you kind of strip away all the things. Anybody can be nice on a you know on a nice day when you're just kind of walking around hanging out. But when things are you know not going well, you're cold, you're tired. Okay. All, that's when the light flip is switch is flipped and you get to see like who that person really is and and that's why you can really detail a lot of friendships are made and broken i, I think uh in these like more challenging or cold in or nature. whatever yeah outside hunting. Elements, yeah. yeah we've had guys we brought out that it didn't work out great uh we didn't get along very well uh they were you know they complained or they got tired or whatever um <laughs> or, or maybe we rubbed them the wrong way doubtful though hmm. and uh <laughs> and you know it just doesn't work out so that's an interesting thing okay so i want to keep moving because i have some yeah. questions about like more the practical side of things right so you, you you got we talked about or a little earlier on you got all this gear you guys make you just came out with flourish really cool um cool piece uh you have you know tons of videos that probably a lot of our listeners have seen or at least heard about that's it i'm calling a break Calling a break. Break in the episode. This For is a timeout. Timeout in the episode, and we are going to thank a couple more sponsors, so deal with it. It's no secret that I love traditional archery, and I love Bivouac Boco. Jim and Georgia, years of experience. Each bow is handcrafted, one of a kind. I've got special camo limbs that nice. they did special for me. They look awesome, and they stand the test of time, but it's looking great. shoots great. Check them out at bivouacboco.com. Wild Pursuit Wellness makes premium CBD products. It's all natural, broad spectrum CBD, meaning that there is less than 0.0% THC. It can be ingested or used topically on the skin to help with muscle soreness or joints. We we use it a lot after a long hike. Use promo code BOGA for 20% off at checkout. Check them out, wildpursuitwellness.com. You're carrying all this crap out in the woods with you. It's It's hard enough as a single hunter you know, to go out and stay warm and to stay alert and to kill, you know, a buck or whatever you're hunting. Um, talk about, tell me a little bit about what it's like to have two guys in a tree with a bunch of gear. What's that like? Um, pain in the ass. <laughs> to be honest. It's terrible at times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it yeah. has for sure impacted, you know, our success in, in harvesting animals, I would say. I mean, no yeah. doubt um it's not easy and we take you know probably three times more stuff than a lot of people even take so it's you know double the scent double the noise double the sight everything you know and then and then three times four times the complexity and trying to line everything up and get the shot and get the cameras on and, and the whole nine um so yeah, it's not, it's not easy. Um, and then, you know, the mountain element is a whole nother one with like backpacks weighing, you know, 85 pounds and all that. And, sure. um, you know, that, like that flourish, you we were, you were saying that, that little film we did there, yeah. uh, I was on, that was actually on that, that cheap hunt that Donnie was talking about where we were trying not to die on the cliff. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, move. that, you know, that trip, we weighed our packs going in and we were all about like 85 pounds, you know? Um, and that's, you know, 20 miles in to, just to get to like the hunting area. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, there's times when it's like, I don't want to carry all this, <laughs> um, you know, you're carrying like my, my main camera is about 16 and a half pounds and that's all the time, you know, like on one arm, I mean, just swinging it on one arm all day, every day, 16 pounds. Um, so it gets, Yeah. I guess you get strong after a little while. <laughs> yeah. Physically, I feel like it'd be a lot easier to be a writer. You know, you just carry a yeah. pen and paper, you know, That's you're good. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's um, and it's distracting for both of us, right? Even though William's a photographer right. and even though I'm in front of the camera, it's distracting. Like if we if we were billionaires, you know, we very well would likely be doing the very same thing. Um but I don't know if we would be sitting there just together, just doing it, like sharing the time together and you watch that side and I'll watch this side. And, and, um, or if we'd still be there with the cameras because the cameras are a massive, um, intrusion 
in our minds and our hearts and they're a massive intrusion in the woods, right? Like we, we were hunting this giant deer last year, William and I were, and we were in his freaking bedroom. But every time we saw him, he saw us because we looked like inspector gadget in the tree trying to hide and like <laughs> picking our spots. And we, and we did really good. We almost killed him, but, um, but it just, the cameras are very intrusive into the experience and they're very intrusive. Yeah. Um, into yeah, in, into being seen in the woods but it's it's um you know it's and then you get back to the you get back to the the cabin or the tp or where, wherever we are and william will put some images on the computer you know and and um and then you know we filmed this one deer last year in illinois he has i don't even know he's got four drop tines and he's got points everywhere and he was coming through a cpr field one morning the yeah. CRP field and there's frost all over the golden rod. And, and, uh, he was following this doe and he was kind of posturing and, you know, he's yawning, he's open his mouth super slow and William's filming him and he's sticking his tongue out. You see like, you know, drool dripping from him. We, you know, as soon as we put that on the computer back, we're like, yep, that's why, you know, you see that imagery. Can't wait to yeah, share that with people because you know, when you, people like you are going to yeah. see it, you know, they're going to get goosebumps and the hair is going to stick up on the back of their neck. Yeah. And we both have a massive <laughs> sense of accomplishment, even though we're not going to kill that deer. We, you know, we just got done filming a, a whitetail that very few people have ever seen in the wild in their lives. And we filmed him in a, in a manner that is similarly to, to, you know, planet earth kind of like imagery. And so you, yeah. it, right there, it's the drug kicks in and it's right back. It's worth it again, all over again. That's the payoff right yeah. there. And you're, you're just capturing sometimes those moments that you even miss. Like, you probably would have never seen – like, you probably would have seen that buck yawn, but, like, not to that yeah. extreme oh, detail yeah. and the the ability just to, like, relive it again and again, you know? Yeah, and to tell it to somebody. It's like, yeah. oh, I saw this. You wouldn't believe it. He yawned. His tongue came out. He's <laughs> drooling. And it's like you can kind of picture it, but when you see it and it's, you know, very vivid, it's – I mean, you tell yeah. an amazing story that way. It's yeah. like a visual story. So yeah, it's that's the that's the jam. I mean, like, like Donnie awesome. was saying, you know, it's definitely an intrusion to the mind and like the soul when you're out there. You can't just you're you know we're working like it's a job. Um, right. We can't just we can't just sit there and enjoy it like you would if you were alone or or with your just your buddies, you know. Um, so there's that portion of it, but when you actually get to finish the project and show it to people, and, and it's sort of you, you get to show people things they'll they'll never probably see in their life um and then you know tell a story that might change how people see hunting or, or how people yeah. experience the outdoors um and you know essentially educate and teach and i mean those things are all like a big plus so um in the moment it, it can kind of suck for sure um but then you know at the end it's it's a big it's a big payoff and big reward um but we, we, you know, we sort of since day one, you know, it's always been, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it the best that we possibly can. Cause it's not, it's, yeah. it's not worth it to go halfway, you know, like it's, it's all, it's all right. or nothing. Um, it's still, a, it's still like, like the whole intrusion of the mind and the soul and all that. It's like, that's all still there, whether you're just filming with a handy cam and doing that kind of like, you know, halfway attempt for us, you know? So we, it's like, it's just not, just not worth it unless we just go all out so that's why the camera you know we're bringing yeah. a lot of gear and, and you know expensive you know big equipment and and heavy stuff and but at the end you get that shot that you're just like man you know, like that's that's a serious shot right there well and as you guys have done it your audience has grown and does it does it feel like you have more like there's more weight to what you do now because mm. more people are looking you know i know you guys talk about it on social media, on other podcasts yeah. and stuff, like a lot of non-hunters, a lot of hunters, they're now looking to you. And, and does it feel like there's like more of a burden, more of a responsibility now? Uh, I don't feel any more burden other than, you know, um, sometimes there's a burden in being successful. Not, not, it doesn't, um, it doesn't ride on me and it doesn't ride on him. Like we've had some of the best conversations, smiling, happy, patting each other on the back with not kill, not killing an animal, but, um, you know, an yeah. audience doesn't 
always appreciate that. And, and so there's, you know, there's some, there's some pressure, like sometimes we'll go to Alaska for three weeks and we won't kill an animal, you know, cause we didn't find the right one. We didn't get the right scenario and people, you know, people look at you like they're, um, you know, like, like they feel gutted or you should feel gutted and, and we're, and we're <laughs> stoked about it. You know, like it's, it's just the way yeah. it goes. You know, sometimes the brown bear goes up upstream around this bush instead of downstream to where there are fish and, and you don't get your archery shot, you know, and things like that. So, but it's, um, I mean, there's, there, there's definitely some pressures that are involved with it, but I don't, I don't ever let that. Uh, I like the responsibility. I, I feel a little bit of pressure when I'm, when I'm writing, that I have to say sure. things in a particular manner, not have to want to say things in a particular manner that yeah. um, elicit a response from people that hunters are can appreciate it and under, not understand it, but appreciate it for what it is and that non-hunters can understand it. And maybe um, that it will, uh, you know, ignite a conversation or a question or uh, maybe a conversation between spouses sure. or girlfriends or friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're putting a lot of, pretty profound things into words and you're doing it for a lot of people to, to, so they can understand what you're saying. So that's, I mean, that's not an easy, that can't be an easy. Yeah, it hasn't been because I I was asked these questions early on from some producers at national geographic. And when, and when they asked me, you know, why it is that we hunt and why it is that we, you know, go out and get these films and do these things. It was, I mean, you know, as soon as I was asked the question, I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, I'll tell you why I hunt. Cause you know, mm-hmm. we get outside and, you know, you get to see the sun come up. They're like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. those are great perks, but why, you know? And then I started diving into really what it, I, I just kept going a little bit further back and a little bit further back and starting to get mankind sure. and then human beings and then us yeah. as a species and, and us as an animal. And then, then it started to all make sense. Then I started removing myself, ourselves from society started kind of getting away from the confines that that is sociology and society and the walls that we've built for ourselves and the infrastructures that we built for ourselves and then it's very easy to see the why and and um and then it's and then it's the relationship is even deeper you know and like william and i have found that you know we can find like he said we were just in maine and i mean it's no telling how far we could walk into the woods sure yeah just keep going there's a lot of woods to be had in Maine. Well, and what you're getting at is like first things, like to, to understand yeah. something truly, you yeah. got to get to the root of it. Um, and you got to go back and that's, you know, go back from your immediate experience to your emotions, to the why, to the who you are. And at the, like, you get down to the fundamental of, you know, what it is to be a human being, what it is to be an individual. Um, and, you know, once you start there, you can, you can figure out the way you feel and the way you think about a lot of things, uh, hunting included. Yeah. It's not something that I came up with. It's, I didn't go looking for an answer. I had to start doing some research, but my whole life, whether I've been duck hunting, deer hunting, hunting, whatever, grouse with friends and others, I never related to other hunters. Hardly ever. Occasionally I would um, have a relationship with a, with another hunter where they, you know, we had some of the same philosophies but usually I would just fake my responses to everything. Sure. You know, a guy would kill a big buck, be like, yeah, I killed that son of a bitch. And I'd be like, yeah, man, you got one. And like, I just literally fake it and I'd go to my room, yeah. you know, and, and, um, and now, you know, that's one of the connections that I had with William. Yeah. And I think like Donnie, you know, you grew up outside of a family that didn't really, I mean, your dad pretended to hunt. <laughs> yeah. Pretended um, to hunt. Yeah. yeah and, um, and then, you know, you had some friends and stuff that, that again, sort of had hunting camps and it was more about the party than the hunt. And, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, Donnie figured out pretty quickly that like not everybody or not many know how to really do this. Um, and started doing his own, you know, his own thing. And that's very similar to how I grew up here in Maine. You know, we, we just don't have a lot of sort of high, high, highly skilled and, you know, very dedicated hunters up here. I mean, there's a lot of people that spend a lot of time. It's not a lot of people that actually figure out how to get deer, you know? Um, So, you know, taking it to that next level and actually processing, you know, how am I going to be successful on a yearly basis? Um, That's, that's not, that's not really that common up here, to be honest. Well, it's like an isolating thing. You know, I, I, at least I've at times felt kind of alone in it. Um, Apart, like when I've gone with family members, they, 
like I, it's like the running joke in my family. Everybody gets mad at me when we go hunting. Cause it's like, well, yeah, whenever we go with you, we have to like walk through, you know, there's swamp and prickers and everybody like, I remember <laughs> I walking with my dad in Colorado. I'm like, we got to go this way. We got to take the truck up here. And he's screaming the F bomb, you know, and, and we're <laughs> half off the mountain. And he's like, why did you talk me to get in? You know, I'm like, nah, I think the elk are up here and they weren't to be fair, but you were not up there, but I'm like, I think they're up there and you see some amazing, I, I, I don't regret it at all. He's, you know, he, he, my brother too. I'm like, I have a, I have two brothers, my youngest brother for, for months. I'm like, Jake, here are the things you need to do. You've never done elk. You've never gone elk hunting before. You know, you got to come with me. You got to try it. He's big into weightlifting. He's like, no, I got it. You know, I'm fine. And we get out there and we, we, we get, we get one day in, we get, you know, it takes a couple hours to get to our campsite. Next morning we, we're crawling on our hands and knees up a mountain. Uh, cause I'm like, I, I'm, this is going to be a great glassing vantage point. We get up there and he's, he's pissed. Like he's looking at me like, this is, this is a terrible idea. I can't believe you convinced me to do this. Uh, we, we ended up like not being able to get down. It was a whole thing he didn't talk to me for a day like that whole hunting trip he just <laughs> he was just quietly silently stewing so i give him still give him a hard time about it but but part of it's like i i don't know i just i don't i can't do it i don't know i just don't want to do it another way it's that's the way that feels right it's the way that i think that i'm gonna probably be most successful uh and yeah again going back to you know who you mix well with yeah you on the other hand probably would not have you probably would have talked to me and we probably would have just loved it every every minute of it. See, the one thing I've learned with hunting with James is that you never follow where he's going because you usually end up getting lost yeah. or you don't end up seeing anything. Oh, so. whoa. <laughs> Point in case, man. But, no, it just it really just all goes back to, you know, who who you're hunting with. And if you've got a good team and you both click together, then it, then it all works. And we've, we've been able to do that. Yeah. yeah. And in your guys' case, I mean, you've been able to articulate it uh, and, you know, kind of have a message that resonates with a lot of people, non-hunters alike, uh, a lot of, yeah, I mean, our, that was kind of our goal from day one, you know, to s- figure out how to make a, a product, you know, a final, a story that, that people would want to watch whether they were sort of hunters or not. Yeah. Um, you know, we watch, we watch all kinds of films on, on, you know, whatever it is, you know, uh, adventures, you know, whitewater kayaking the Amazon or right. something. I'm not a whitewater kayaker. Um, I don't, I've never whitewater kayaked in my life. Um, but the, the film is really well done and the story is really awesome and I want to watch it. Yeah. So, you know, why can't that be done in the hunting industry? Sure. Um, you know, and so we, that's sort of the, what we took on from day one is how, how do we make something that, that people might want to watch that aren't actually hunters. And, you know, like we were backing up a little bit, you know, Donnie was talking about that net geo, you know, conversation and that, that video that actually spurred that who we are video. Yeah. We did. It went like pretty viral there for a while. Love that one. Um, that was, that was an attempt to sort of talk to Nat Geo. That was actually what that video was. Um, and they sort of said, yeah, that's, that's all great, but like, it's still trophy hunting. You know, that was sort of their approach on it, you know? Sure. And so they weren't going to support it. And so we just said, ah, well, let's just release this. Yeah. And you know, boom, it went viral. And, the response that we got on that video, I mean, how, you know, it, you know, it got staff picked on, on Vimeo and I was pretty, I was like, Oh man, That's like, cool. like a pretty granola, like, kind of, <laughs> like, like, you know, um, platform. And I was like, How's this and, and the, the, um, the response was really good. You know, um, I think there was 600, 700 comments on it and it was like 95% positive. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's, that's pretty impressive. You know, we didn't get ripped it really at all. Um, so, uh, that was sort of the goal from day one. Um, and I think, you know, good storytelling, you know, with, with Donnie and then, and then good imagery. Um, you know, you can, you can, you can just watch it just for the imagery and, um, and then the story on top of it, this all makes it really good. A good story is a good story. I mean, you you have to appreciate it, you know, and I, I know there are certain biases out there, uh, against hunting for a lot of people, but you know, ultimately like a good story is just a good story. It's an adventure story and, and it's engaging. It's hard yeah, not to like. Yeah, if anybody's say, against say, hunting really uh, in the realm of being against hunting, it's because somebody's providing for them. Even if you're a vegan right. or if you're the, you know, like we've discussed before the president of PETA or you have reduce your footprint as much as possible. You're still using 
plastic, you're still doing things that are burning fuel, you're still eating up resources, you are impacting animals through row crop, through chemicals, even if you're gardening yourself, you're disturbing soils, you're, it's, uh, there, we are human beings, every animal, we all have a footprint. And so it's, if you're not a hunter, uh, somebody is doing the killing for you. It's plain and simple. Something is, you know, mm -hmm. go to go on Instagram, look up nature is metal. Look at the crazy stuff that happens without even humans being part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, nature is messing yeah. each other up all the time. All the time. It's a constant battle. I mean, everything is fighting everything for life. That's that's how it works. Um, um, there's there's no way around it, you know, and we're a big, you know, apex type predator. Um, yeah. So, you know, we have a big impact. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we're able to at least we're able to, we have a unique position in that we can articulate it, you know, not not obviously not every animal can. My dog would eat a dead bird if he found it and have no no issue with it at all and just chomp it right on down, not think twice about it. And, and the unique and maybe, you know, cool, um, you know, some would say like the Imagio Day uh, position that we have is that we can we can think about it. We can understand like how profound what, what we're doing is and then you know weigh it whether it's worth it or not it and it stinks um, i'm not gonna eat it yeah <laughs> that's right that's we hard can try to make it better right we can try right. to make things better we can yeah. do it better we can think about it um better and 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 that's just a cool thing and you know what honestly you guys have done that have done that really well with the words that you write with the imagery that you use um you know painting it in a positive light and uh telling a good story at the end of the day the things that are going to move move people most are probably just good stories um mm -hmm. showing yeah. something that's engaging and showing something that and the, and the amount of time entertaining. we've spent talking about food while sitting in snowstorms and the pouring rain and the unbelievable sun, you know, it's just literally William and I sitting on the side of the mountain discussing how many donuts we think we could eat right now <laughs> or how big dinner is going to be, or just, I'm, I mean, the sincere, uh, nonsense that we have covered in just, complete delirium of having burning too many calories that we're able to replace, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. The things that we've yeah. kind of mm -hmm. covered and the things that we've, uh, the things that we've done. I mean, we, we could probably easily write a book of even <laughs> the after trip meals, the dangerous things we've done, the exhausting hikes that we've had, the, you know, the, the close encounters we've had, we, for years, we would joke. We still joke that we're going to come up with a hunting film called "Fleeing the Scene" because of all the absolutely <laughs> massive animals that we've been close to that have, you know, caught us before we've, yeah. you know, literally sitting there full draw. William can see this caribou and he's in the wide open, and he has to take one more step for me, you know, and we're yeah. sitting there frozen, and then you know he explodes out of there. And it's been a lot of a lot of yin and yang. And I went through target panic for years which was horrible because, you know, when you, when you hike up the mountain, do you have target panic? Uh, yeah. Re Finally, I'm just glad he just admits it. He, you he, need to, for a while. you need to call Joel Turner of shot. That's Icon. what I've been hearing. That's what I've been hearing. We got to get him on, man. I know. No, you have to go take his class. Like go you have to go class. take his class tomorrow. Tomorrow, dude. Cause it'll change your life forever. You'll never have target panic again. That's right. I'll do it. If you do it, I'll do it with you. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, of course. I I had it for <laughs> a long a teammate time. Teammate, right there. I had it for a long time, and uh, I for a long time you gave me like the raised eyebrow, like it wasn't even real. And I'm the whole time I'm like, dude, pitchers get it, like like or golfers get it. They call it the yips. It's kind of the same thing. And finally, you get it, and it felt so good. I'm sorry, <laughs> I felt so vindicated. I just sat there all smug, you know. The the way that I at least. I didn't know that I fixed it, but I switched to I did I switched to like a trad bow for just purely trad for a long time and a clicker, yeah. Yeah. and that clicker yeah. just seemed to just make sense. Yeah. How do I get that on my new compound bow? Can I get a clicker for that? Mm -mm. You gotta get back that's a, tension. That's what I need. You gotta make good decisions. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's been a I don't know. I just I I we could for sure write down. I mean, we could have one ridiculous chapter after another you know we could write yeah. things about reading the backs of 
labels in the tent for days on end, right? We could talk about the things that we've absolutely lost our minds over and the, you know, falling in, falling off of horses, falling in rivers, near airplane yeah, crashes, bears. We always joke about if, if there was a transcript of the entire trip at the end, people would be like, what? Who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, it would definitely be quite interesting to read. <laughs> that, that is so, you know, uh, what's next for you guys? What are you guys working on? What, what's uh, come? I mean, I know you can't divulge everything, but like, what, what's what's next? What can we expect from Sigmanta? Well, we have a lot of, you know, kind of what you said. You'd like to see some of the stuff from the beginning, right? So we have yeah. a lot of work that we have filmed that is all already, as they say, in the can yeah. that we can develop, and we're and we're working right now on figuring out what is next. We have three or four films that are already filmed that we just have to build. We have a small but very good problem of we have a lot of client work right now. Yeah. Our that's clients, great. that's what a lot of people don't fully understand is we own Sigmanta and Sigmanta has clients, even though Donnie Vincent and the work that William and I do together on that side is we're a client of Sigmanta. Exactly. Yeah. But we also have a lot of work with yeah. Sigmanta. And so our clients obviously that, come first and that's growing fast. growing so yeah it's another good problem not a bra- not a bad yeah. problem i mean it cuts into the hunting but it does pay the bills yeah but we're we're, it, we're, it pays we're bills and it allows us to sort of you know step back a little bit and and first of all get some of the things done that we have in the can if we keep pushing you know footage on top of footage on top of footage it's like how do right. you get you know it, it takes a lot of time to put these things together too um yeah. And, you know, we might even need to go back and, 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 you know, do a, do a, a small trip to sort of wrap up some, some, yeah, some sure. holes and, yeah. you know, so like those things need to get focused on too. Um, and then, you know, get this stuff out and then the commercial work is, is getting, you know, big. Do you guys, do you guys go out and sell or do you just have people kind of find you now? Oh, they just find us. Yeah. It's yeah. We've, yeah. Word of mouth. yeah. We've yeah. never, ever advertised anything ever. Yeah. Your work does kind of speaks for itself basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've it, on, on the, you know, on the wilderness side of things, you know, uh, people start to understand us as, you know, we hunt William and I hunt the exact same way on camera that we would hunt off camera. Right. Right. We, we are, our T's are crossed. Our eyes are dotted. We go in early. We stay late because we love to be there we stop to film butterflies and birds and flowers because we love to see them. We exactly what you see on camera is exactly who we are, except for the nonsensical discussions that we have about how many (laughs) green olives we could eat or how much goat cheese we would like to have right now. Things like that when we're very hungry. And, um, (laughs) but we are, you know, this is, um, but then on the other side, of the coin, the the client side with Sigmanta, you know, we've started to be known as, and I'm not bragging, but people have started to kind of call us the agency killer. Cause usually yeah. these brands hire these massive ad agencies to come in and do all their writing and storytelling and, you know, basically come up with a scope of work and then they pay the agency a lot of money. Well, they're kind of sidestepping that and just coming straight to us. And we're doing a lot of the work for some of these bigger companies, you know, like Benelli and, we yeah. just filmed a Mossberg commercial last week and, and uh, filming for shields, things yeah. like that. But yeah, awesome. On our personal work, you know, we have another in the series of the rivers divide. We have a film mm. to come out. We have a hunt on Tiburon Island for sheep that yeah. um, we want to complete. Uh, that will be about Luis Romero's um, father. And we would have been in Mexico this spring filming uh, images and stories about his dad if it wasn't for uh, this ridiculous COVID, um, yeah. r- ridiculous restrictions, I should say. And yeah. um, and so we have a lot of work. And so one thing that Kyle and I and William have been talking about is how to maybe even short stroke some of this work just sure. in the meantime to come out with some short one minute, two minute, three, four minute pieces to kind of just introduce the audience to some of this imagery. But to speak to what William's talking about, like we have you know, like there's a couple of maybe one more doll sheep hunt that I want to do. And there's a really particular doll sheep hunt that I want to do up in the Northwest territories with a particular guide 
um, out of Arctic Red River. And if I was able to do that hunt, um, then we have literally like six sheep hunts that I would love to put together in, a, in an cool. individual film. That's six doll sheep hunts and, and um, that have taken us uh, across incredible terrain. And then, you know, we have, some, we have some other work. Go ahead, William. No, I was saying 10 years of sheep hunting, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then like Australia. I mean, yeah. that's. I remember that's... some of those films, you guys, just those little teasers. You have those dingoes uh, on that hunt. Yeah. yeah. It's hunting pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We hit a lot of, we hit a lot of our goals in Australia. I mean, just, I remember every day Kyle was like, if you can get a shot of this today, that would be, sweet. <laughs> you know, and then I'd come back and be like, I got it today. You know, <laughs> it's just like everything clicked, you know, we got a lot oh. of really good stuff. There. I mean, yeah. we, we filmed these Buffalo fighting. We've never released it, but these two massive Asiatic water buffaloes running and just colliding and you could see the flies bouncing up like the flies would come <laughs> off their back in the dust. And we're talking to Nick Joyce, who is um, an amazing hunter out of Australia that has the same philosophies as, as uh, William, myself, Kyle. And I look at Nick and I'm like, Nick, when, when do the bulls do this typically, you know? And he's like six months from now. And I'm like, when's the last time you saw this in, in, um, were we there in July, William, I think June, yeah. July. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, once you yeah. see this, he's like, never, never, <laughs> you know? And then never. when we saw the dingoes hunting the Buffalo, you know, we sat there and like that clip ends, but literally that whole, all those Buffalo stampede, right. You know, and that's another thing is like working with William and Kylie, you know, as we sat there and this whole herd of Buffalo stampeding towards us. And I just said, not that I had to, but I just said, nobody moves. Like we're in this until the end. Like we're, yeah. you film this until legs hit us. <laughs> and like the buffalo ended Hell up yeah. splitting us at the end and then the dingoes started hunting us right at the end they kind of want to see if we are food which they quickly decided we weren't but um you know and then i looked at nick and i'm like when's the last time you saw that he's like never mate never <laughs> yeah and, he, mate. <laughs> and then he you know and then we we come to find out from like the dingo consulate in the in the buffalo biologist like none of them have ever seen it nobody's even heard of it and here we captured on film you know so like william says we have a lot of great imagery from that hunt and we killed a massive buffalo and the imagery of the arrow going in him is sensational and he dies in i don't under 10 seconds right william yeah i mean he yeah he ran probably 50 yards tops and just within whatever it was six eight seconds he was done boom done yeah. well if you want to see amazing th you got to go to amazing places that's right yeah that's right yeah so it's it's um yeah, we have a lot of work to come. I mean, I in on one hand, I wish we could just focus on the films because we could come out with sure. a long form film easily one a year, if not even two a year. But like William says, it's a process, right? The the music takes months to write because we score all right. our own music. The writing takes, you know, at least a month to six weeks to write, and then it's compiling all the imagery and Kyle coming up with the the backbone of what our edits are going to be, and then it's compiling all this stuff, and then we. You know, we have version one. Yeah, it takes weeks to then make version two, weeks to make version three, and it's usually version, I'd say six, seven, eight is what actually goes to market. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, it's a complicated. You know, you look at like the last one we did, um, um, the other side. You know, and and that yeah. was like six years of bear hunting. So you got to think. You know, Kyle's got to go through. You know, all the hard drives and find all the bear hunting films and and put together you know and, and then build sort of figure out how to make the story out of six years of bear hunts, you know so it's, it's not just as simple as like oh this was the day we started and you know five days later we shot a bear and then now we're done chronologically um, pretty, yeah. pretty straightforward story you know right. um so you know it, it's a very complicated editing process um and you know these like you know the, like that doll sheep one that donnie's talking about i mean that's literally going to be the first hunt we ever went on together was doll sheep hunt um and so, you know, that's jumped never... right in with that one yeah well, we and, jumped and... right in <laughs> it was it was like to this day top three of the worst or the hardest hunts ever basically and, yeah and it was it was yeah, well you know lance Kromberger, <laughs> lance Kromberger, who's like one of the biggest sheep hunters in the world you know guide outfitters in the world he's still to this day is like that was top five Worst sheep hunt of my life. At least you're part of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, he's like, that was, he said that last time we were hunting with him. He's like, that was the coldest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was it was bad. Well, you got that one out of the way, and you got a good story to tell. Hopefully, soon. yeah. And, and Donnie is, you know, Donnie and I literally met on the trailhead to go into that hunt. So you can imagine the potential, you know, and what were you like, 16, 18 years and drawing that tag, something like that. Yeah, tw- twenty-one years. Twenty-one years. <laughs> twenty-one years. So you know, think about the, the potential catastrophe uh, there. You know, bold. You know, Donnie and I never worked together a day. Um, barely, and we actually had briefly met, met once, but, um, didn't really even remember it or know, yeah. know who each other were. Um, but yeah, so think about the potential catastrophe there going in on that, that level of hunt, you know, it was 25 miles just to get to the hunting area. Um, and then, and then we had epic weather, snow, rain, um, shot a sheep, hiked 30 miles one day. It was just, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. We narrowed <laughs> a giant Ram. It was, but also totally awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's just, I mean, we're telling that story right now, right? Yeah. Um, you know, how many hunts have we been on? And like, you know, we only, you know, we're only telling a few stories and that's one of them. So yeah, um, that's my point. That's, that's the thing. Like the, the hard stuff is the most memorable and like usually most significant and it's the most like formative in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and we were just talking about that last sheep hunt, you know, where we did the flourish and, and we didn't get a sheep, but we're telling stories from that hunt and that, cause you don't have to get one right to have, have a, a heck of an adventure yeah um and you know we've we've got a bunch of stories like that that didn't end in, a, in an animal yeah so it's not about it's not really about the animal you know no. it's all it's all about the the trip and, and pushing hard and giving it your all and, and and just enjoying being there yeah yeah um yeah have you guys ever done a big wilderness hunt that was most we called that the most successful, unsuccessful hunt of our lives. Yeah, we did. <laughs> hunt, yeah. We were we were within whatever. We got we got about eighty yards from that sheep and you know, and it just to get to eighty yards was I don't even know how we did that. Me either. Huh. Yeah. That was a bow hunt. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bow hunt. Yeah. 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 Archer only it was an archery only tag. Okay. Yeah. And a blizzard, yeah. probably blowing fifty or sixty, had kind to Hail Mary. It was like the the day before the last day, but the last day we knew the weather wasn't going to be good. So right. we couldn't on it. Yeah. Um, and so he just said, all right. And he was, we watched him like three days. He was cliffed out, you know, way up and way up high. And he just he wouldn't, he wouldn't come out of the cliffs. And yeah. it was like, well, we either have to go up there try to do this or, or we have to walk out of here one or the other. And uh, we went for it. And, you know, I mean, you're looking at a sheep miles away on the, on a cliff face and as soon as you get to the bottom, you know, you were up on the next ridge over or whatever. And as soon as you get to the bottom, you can't see anymore. Yeah. And you've got to hike, you know, 2000 vertical up through the cliffs and the snow. And it's, it was, I mean, literally white out blizzard and try to figure out where was that sheep? Now that we're up here, where, you know, where, where are we supposed to be? Um, and yeah, and we, I mean, we somehow, we just, we went right to him and we were, and, and he was right. I mean, we looked over the cliff and it was like, there he was and uh oh we had him if it was a rifle hunt he was dead i mean we were on top of him it was like 80 yards dead to rights yeah but you know even even in the right conditions archery you know compound you can almost pull that off but i mean it was blowing like 60 miles an hour and there's absolutely no way that was more (laughs) yeah so that's amazing we call that the most unsuccessful or the most successful unsuccessful hunt pretty much so yeah. that was a good one. I like it. Why well, you remember? I remember a lot of unsuccess. A lot, a lot, you know, if you're being honest, most of the time you're unsuccessful. You know, like it's not like you're oh, bad. Yeah. You know, eight hundred out there or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. no. And you you had asked for for us for like these wilderness hunts, other than you know some elk hunting, camping in Colorado, or a lot of um, camping around the Great Lakes region. Um, that's about as far as for us personally have gone. So, which is awesome not though. Quite I mean, the it fact that awesome. you're camping to hunt turkeys, that's that takes turkey hunting times 10. It's a lot more fun that way. Yeah, we really I mean, I do. Yeah. I do that stuff right here out my back door. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll just go like an hour from home and camp because, you know, I could drive, I could drive there in the morning, yeah. but it's more fun to, to push my, I mean, we, I'm doing, I'm doing adventure. I mean, Donnie got to see it the other day when he was here and I took him to some of my spots and it's like, I've had a whole thing going on here, right within 15 minutes of my house. It's yeah. a, a huge adventure in itself. And, you know, it's, it involves camping and oceans and boats and, 
<laughs> you guys have some cool boat mm-hmm. hunts going on. Yeah. Some of your sea buck stuff. That, that's some. That's cool stuff. That is unique. Yeah. And that's that's kind of been our thing, you know. Um, and we'll, we'll we talk about it a lot. But there's adventure to be had wherever yeah, you are. Yeah. That's kind of what I mean, right? You don't have to go to Alaska. You don't have to go to the you know the northern territories and all that stuff. It's like you can find that stuff right yeah. right close to home. You just have to go searching for it and and yep. and sort of figure it out. I mean, there's huge pieces of public ground, right? There are 20, 30, 40,000 acre pieces. It's like who, who hikes into the middle of that? Like a lot, not a lot of very many people. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you can go, you can go in there and get, and get into an adventure that, that no one else is really experiencing. Yeah. We're, we're talking about this year. We're uh, taking a boat into an Island in Lake Michigan, Manitou Island. You know, it's, uh, it's not inaccessible for, by any means for right. people, but just people really don't do it that much. Um, and we're doing it, you know, there's there's like one week where everybody does it, uh, where like there's like a chartered boat through the state, you sign up and you do it. But like very few people know you can do it ahead of time. It's just a bow hunt that way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, if you can put up with all the ticks on the island, you're, you're good to go. You can, you know, you can have a lot of fun and learn a lot of stuff out there. So, yeah, per, what's it called? Pem- per- something with a P, Permethan? Permethan? Yeah, oh, to keep the ticks off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna need a lot of that. So hopefully you got line <laughs> anyways, of, right? Deet. That's right. Right. Deet works. Something <laughs> yeah. like that. So well, and we're coming up on time here, guys. Um, you know, for 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 people who might want to follow, uh, want to catch flourish and some of the other the other side, and you know, uh, rivers divide and all, all the other work that you guys done. How how can they find it? Uh, where, where can they look you guys up? Uh, just look up my name, Donnie Vincent. Uh, I think it's Donnie underscore Vincent for Instagram and Facebook. And, and, uh, and then of course, Sycamanta, S-I-C-M-A-N-T-A is our production company. And then William has, you know, under William's name as well. And he's DP wild on, on Instagram. Uh, Instagram and, and then, you know, and then we've been working on just a few projects here at home too, the hunting ME stuff, which we've yeah. sort of been on the podcast talking about that. And, that's sort of more local and working with my dad and, and, you know, my friend Josh and just kind of trying to tell the main story a little bit. Cause that's not shooting there. monster main bucks. Mm-hmm. Lots of big, there's some yeah. big bucks out there. man. There's one right there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Trying to, trying to sort of show what Maine really has to offer, which is very, it's awesome here. It's very uh, hard to get, you know, you yeah. have to work really hard for it. Um, so we've been working on it for 25 Three years, you know, and, uh, <laughs> kind of starting to sort of crack the crack the case a little bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun adventure. I mean, I was out this morning. You know, Dad shot a turkey this morning. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was actually a crazy turkey hunt. Dad's like roosted this bird. He's like, yeah, there's a there's a spruce tree on the edge of the field. We can go get under that spruce tree in the morning. You know, crawling under there. We don't like using blinds and yep, and, um, all that. And, uh, actually, not even. I mean, dad was wearing a plaid shirt and <laughs> solid pants. I had, I think a camo vest on, that was it, you know? And, uh, he's like, yeah, there's a little spruce tree. And we get up there to the spruce tree. I mean, it's like the worst Charlie Brown Christmas tree you've ever seen. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing was like six feet tall, barely any branches. And we like sat up under that thing and we had two Toms come out and they, and they, the plan was they were going to land and, and sort of work in front of us, yeah. but they actually came down and they, and they landed behind us. And, uh, I mean, they were, I mean, not, not even kidding. They were four yards away strutting. They had to walk by us at four yards and, you know, we were just way too exposed for that. You can feel them drumming in your oh, chest. We, I mean, we weren't even, we were looking straight ahead, like can't move. And you can just hear them dragging their wings and spit <laughs> drumming right through the leaves. And they walked right by us, you know, and, and dad shot him at like 10 yards right in the decoys with a 410. So that's cool. Um, you know, but just stuff like that, people don't ever see, you know? Yeah. And, oh, and, and you're in awesome. Maine. It would be weird if you weren't wearing something flannel. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, right. that, it just feels yeah. right. And you but, can yeah. hear it. Like, you can hear it in William's voice, right? That's as big of adventure as we've ever had. You know, we go to some crazy yeah. places, but really it's a mindset his morning turkey hunt with his dad in Maine has the exact same impact, if not more of any things, any of the things that we've went and done. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's ducks or turkeys or, or deer or whatever. We have that mindset of, of adventure. How, about how it's fun. You know, it's, a, it's, it's the process that you go through to get there. That it's yeah. really the most important part and sort of building up the anticipation and 
the, the harder you work, you know, the harder you push, like the bigger the reward and, and the better it feels. Yeah. Um, and so we put that into, you know, every, every time we go out, we're, we're, we're just pushing really hard to, to make it special. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure we could have, you know, popped up a ground blind and sat, you know, 40 yards from those birds and shot them the same way, but to crawl in there, you know, and lay in a ditch and, and, you know, you know, we had a couple little, you know, branches like, you know, on yep. our left side that we stuck in the ground, <laughs> yep. a little, little thing. And we're just like, you know, sitting there like, Oh God, this is no, it's no way this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Talking our language. That's our yep. Turkey way. You know, yep. we don't do blinds or anything like that. And yeah, you're, it, you know, lots of times it, it doesn't work out that way, but, uh, it's still like so much fun to just mobile and just pop up wherever you, you see yeah. cover and wherever you find birds. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys yeah, for coming on. We are... and it, it's a whole different experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go um, for it. I say it's a whole different experience not being in a blind, you know. So. Well, it, you know, we, we just so yeah. we can talk about the second. Like we uh, that I don't know. We we we've done the blind thing in the very early on, um, and yeah, it just very briefly. You're like pinned down. You know, you can't like explore as much, and you you don't learn as much about like the way that turkeys act and do and, and you know and think in, until you're like you're kind of yeah. running and gunning or like as jared likes to say bowing and going you know grab your bow and just kind of go find him and figure it out and it took us a couple of years but you know like you do you learn a lot about how turkey what turkeys do in the middle of the day when it's hot or when it's rainy or you know it's windy where are they going um yeah. you know you learn a lot that way so mm -hmm. it, it's it's cool yeah so well, I uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Yes. Um, everybody Thanks for go having us. Yeah, uh, it was great. Good to talk to you guys again, um, and uh, we'll hopefully talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Boga Hunting Podcast. If you guys like what you hear and want to follow along on what we're currently up to, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on, and follow us on Instagram at Boga Hunting. Join us next week, and we'll see you then. <laughs>